As we look at Good Shepherd Sunday, we oftentimes associate Good Shepherd with end of the life. And certainly as we uh, are used to our traditions, we speak the 23rd Psalm uh, during our uh, memorial services. Uh, many of you, as we sang uh, the hymn earlier, uh, uh, now I'm going to mess up the title. What is it? Shepherd? The King of Love, my shepherd. Thank you. The King of Love, My Shepherd is. Uh, you probably were taken back to some memorials that you attended. And you probably maybe even remembering ones uh, of people you love very much. But the idea of Christ being our good shepherd goes way beyond. Way beyond just that end of life time. But it's something that is uh, important to us through all of our life. But the reality for us today is that oftentimes we are not able to see Christ as our good shepherd. That we as shepherds, as sheep, are lost. Even those of us that are here today struggle with it. Because in order to know that we have a good shepherd, you must also realize that you are a sheep. And the world today is full of the question, who am I? Without ever asking the question, whose am I? And when we find out whose we are, we are then able to discover that we are actually sheep and answer the question, who am I? So as we've talked about this loved and living identity that we have in answering the question, who am I? It first starts with whose am I? Now I realize that I, I am young, not as young as 29, but young. And as a young person, I am, I am too young to remember Simon and Garfunkel outside of the uh, Forest, uh, not Forest Park, their, uh, what is that, that famous Central Park, their Central Park concert. But they sing that song, I am a rock, right? I am a rock and I am an island which is taken from a John Donne poem. And the John Donne poem says, No man is a rock. No man is an island unto himself. No man can be washed away in the seas as if he was just a piece of land. And in that, John Donne is already way back into the 16th century discussing and describing how we as people don't understand our place in the world. That even already back then, when we liked to dream that everybody was about community, people were already describing themselves to be on their own and separate from everybody else. And so, when Simon and Garfunkel lay their hands on it, and they describe the way all of us certainly feel, I am a rock. I am an island. It's just me. And far too often, in our approach and in our coming into the church, coming into the faith, we still hold on to this. Because if I'm a rock, if I am an island, I am able to call the shots in my own faith. I am able to find my own way. Christ tells us in describing himself as the good shepherd that we are actually just sheep. And nothing cuts to our pride more than that. That we are people who are just 
sheep. But if we are a sheep, we are people who are desperately in need of a shepherd. But over the past couple of years, and even as I went through the call process most recently, I discovered that most people aren't really interested in finding a shepherd. Most people are interested in finding some sort of leader. Because a leader you can buy into and a leader you can buy out. A leader is someone that you can voluntarily submit to their authority and when you are done with it, you can pull out. So many of the conferences that I go to, many of the different classes that I'm forced to take describe in ways that I am to be a leader. Because that's what people are looking for. They want a leader who's able to tell them what they should be doing with the option of not doing it. They're looking for someone who can inspire and raise the heart just enough for them to find the exit until they need to come back. So we're constantly looking for leaders. In fact, we've changed who it is that we're looking for. We're not looking for people who have a foundation that they stand on, but people who speak the same language that I speak, who get to the heart of what it is that I really want. And in turn, we've replaced shepherds with other people. Maybe this is something that we all need to repent of. Maybe this is something that has led each of us to the place that we're at now. Maybe this is the very thing that has led to our own confusion within society, confusion within our churches. To where when people come in and are looking to be fed, they're still not able to describe what it is that in faith they actually need. So maybe... Maybe I should lead us off in this repentance. You know, certainly, it does not just lay at the feet this problem of the laity, but also begins with the called and the ordained. Maybe it's too easy for the shepherds that we have today to start following after our own desires and our own wills. How easy is it for us all to slide in and out of what our own desires are? and to worry about metrics and systems of leadership. After all, I guess, having a good shepherd makes it for a very personal topic. But I think it's important that we do look at how we want a shepherd and realize the ways in which we maybe have gone wrong in the past or maybe go wrong now in what we demand of a shepherd. Because when we are doing it wrong, when we become untethered and unconnected to what it is that we are actually being given by God, it becomes hard for us to recognize the shepherd when he comes. After all, this is exactly what had happened to Israel. Israel for so long had lost track of all of the shepherds that the Lord kept sending them, the prophets, the priests. To where it wasn't just that Israel had gone bad, but the priests as well. The men that had been placed into the office. In Ezekiel 34, the prophet begins to speak to Israel and he points out directly to the priests that are there. And this is how he describes the way in which these shepherds operate in Israel. Ezekiel 34, verse 
You eat the fat. You clothe yourselves with the wool and you slaughter the fat ones. But you do not feed the sheep. The weak you have not strengthened. The sick you have not healed. The injured you have not bound up. The strayed you have not brought back. And the lost you have not actually sought. And with force and with harshness you have ruled them. So they were scattered. So the sheep have been scattered. Because there was no shepherd. And they became food for all the wild beasts. Maybe even for the lion that prowls like a roaring. Sheep were scattered. They wandered over all the mountains and on every high hill. My sheep were scattered over all the face of the earth with none to search and none to seek for them. So it wasn't just Israel who forgot the necessity and the type of shepherd they needed, but it was the shepherds themselves who had forgotten. And certainly this weighs heavy on the hearts of any that are placed in the shepherding office now. But it also weighs hard on all of the people of God. As both sheep and as people who are called to be types of shepherds in this world. Have the lost been sought? Have the wandered been brought back? Have the healed been sought after? Have the sick been cared for? So often we find ourselves searching and looking for our own leaders, our own salvation among other shepherds that we forget about the ones around us. And so we make our judgments on our own status and place any shepherds to the back. We run the same risk. We can easily become like Israel, having forgotten So that when the shepherd appears and the shepherd comes in, we cannot recognize him. We cannot see the ways in which he actually serves, the way that he actually comes. So this good shepherd, the one who is actually come, answers all of those problems from Ezekiel 34 and becomes everything that they are not. So that as He comes into the world, He goes out to find the lost. He goes out to find those who have wandered. For it is not the righteous that He has come for. It's not the 99, but it's the one that is still out there. And so the Good Shepherd goes out as He comes to this place. And He goes out to find you. And He goes out to find me. And he does the one thing that no leader in his right mind would ever do. He sacrifices everything he has. His life, his wealth, his family. To find you. To come for you. We think of the Good Shepherd as a very pleasant an easy thing to talk about. Something to soothe the soul. The reality is this good shepherd has done a very bloody thing. He's handed himself over. 
in front of the beasts that stand out there to take us away. He's given himself over so that they could not touch us. So we as sheep, we as the ones who are sick, we as the ones who can be lost, we as the ones who are having even our own hard time finding our way towards a shepherd can actually be sought out and found by him. So in that picture, it's easy for us to see ourselves as the sheep as the ones who've been sought after, as the ones that the Lord saw scattered over the hills and over the mountains, distance from the sound to the cascades, all the way up to Canada and back, all of us who've been lost at different times can be sought and can be found. The shepherding doesn't end now. It doesn't end once the baptism has happened. It doesn't end as you feel secure in your faith. But really, each of those moments is a start of a new shepherding experience by our Lord. Even to the time in which we will say the 23rd Psalm and sing the song over your casket. It's easy for us who have been sought and found to have been shown the picture of the Good Shepherd as one who actually goes out and sacrifices instead of taking to see him as he is. But that's not really where the story of the Good Shepherd ends. It's not really to bring us into our safe, secure spot. But we are sheep that are unique. Because not only do we have a good shepherd that watches over us, the spirit of the good shepherd has rested upon you as well. That you are a sheep that has the spirit of the good shepherd with you. Going with you. Taking his protection out there with you. Keeping you within the fold even though you may be a great distance from us now. A good shepherd who goes to the ends of the world with you. A good shepherd who is your constant companion. But in the spirit of this good shepherd, gives you all that you need to be a shepherd for others as well. To not be a sheep who wanders around minding their own business and searching for questions just about them. But a sheep who is able to look at other sheep in the eye and recognize who they are. To see them as people who need to be in the fold as well. To see them as sheep who are lost and needing to be brought back. Seeing sheep that are out there that are wounded and hurting. You are a sheep that has the spirit of the good shepherd upon them. And so you are sent out to find the other sheep as well. To be one who brings them into the fold. To be one who even lays themselves down like the shepherd once did. Our story of the Good Shepherd keeps going on, keeps continuing. It would be one thing for us to say that we are sheep left alone, wandering by ourselves, but rather we are sheep who are carried by the Good Shepherd, whose Spirit leads us forward and bears our weight for us and points us and brings us to others. Because no man is a rock. 
No man is an island unto himself. But we are sheep. Sheep of one flock being carried forward by our good shepherd. Amen.